This is the Sheep Guarding Llama podcast for Monday, November 7th, 2005. This is episode 19, and I'm your host, Scott Allen Miller. Well, this is the uh, first episode recorded back in New York. Uh, we are finally back. Dominic and I have finally returned from Florida uh, after seven days in the Sunshine State, and uh, we are very, very happy to be home uh, here in New York, where it is cool and brisk, and uh, our lives can get back to normal. Uh, most importantly, we are very excited to be back home with our little boy, Oreo, uh, who has been very nervous about us being gone and is extremely happy to see us again. And uh, Mr. Humphreys, who uh, is not nearly as excited, but is happy that someone is here, as he has been lonely for the past week. Uh, my father has been checking in on him, but it's not the same, obviously, as having someone to play with every day. Uh, this morning... We had quite the adventure. We were still in Florida, obviously, at the hotel. And uh, we went down to uh, catch our... And they, they have this listed as a limo. Uh, it sounds like we're, we're taking this stretch limousine to and from the, uh, the hotel, and we're not. It's just... A, it's a town car, which, first of all, if you've ever taken a town car, town cars are just more expensive versions of... Uh, Crown Victorias. They're they're not an impressive car. In fact, they're an awful car. Um, but they do have a lot of space. They carry a lot of luggage. Uh, we were supposed to get picked up by a town car. We've already paid for this town car. We paid for it a week ago. And it was supposed to be waiting for us. And we got down at 6 o'clock and our flight left at 8. And it wasn't there. We called the, uh, the limo company uh, three or four times. They didn't answer. And uh, finally, we we weren't comfortable with only having two hours from pickup to drop up to uh, flight time anyway. And so uh, when they didn't show up and didn't answer the phone and we had no other means of contacting them whatsoever, uh, we, we just got a checker cab who was there in two minutes. So we, we gave, we assumed that the limo would have been there 10 to 15 minutes before our pickup. So we figured they should have been there at 545. Uh, we called the checker cab at 605. So at that point, we assumed that the limo was running 20 minutes late. And then the checker cab picked us up and we were gone. No sight of the limo whatsoever. So if checker cab was able to take a call 20 minutes after the limo should have been there and still beat them to pick us up, uh, I don't feel bad. Uh, the hotel informed us that uh, Florida is the uh, transportation scam state. They said that uh, most transportation is just, it's it's a fraud. Um, if you call for if you sit out and act like you're waiting for a taxi, people who are not taxi drivers, these are just people driving around will try to pick you up and get cash from you. Uh, this happens all the time. There's just an unbelievable amount of scams because of the number of tourists in Florida, and because there is no business in Florida. Uh, there's nothing protecting people from uh, stuff like this, so it, it's really bad. And uh, we knew this was the case. We knew it was dangerous. We got the name of this limo company from what we thought was a reputable source, and uh, uh, obviously, and we'd have problems during the week. We'd seen this happening. We would sit out waiting for our hotel shuttle, and people would just show up trying to pick us up. They'd be, uh, "Did you call for a taxi?" And obviously, no one had called for a taxi. There was nobody waiting for a taxi, and they would just drive off then. Uh, and so it was immediately obvious to anyone sitting there that, you know, they, they were not a taxi. They were just, uh, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that they were just people trying to, 
uh, scam taxi companies for the fares, but maybe they're abducting people because, uh, you know, they're getting you to voluntarily get into an unmarked car. Uh, that's an, un, you know, these are not licensed drivers. Uh, they may not, you know, who knows who they are. They could be anybody. Um, so it's, uh, it's a very dangerous place. You have to be really careful. But anyway, uh, we took the checker cab and they got us right to the airport. No problem. Uh, they also scammed us, but, uh, we knew it was happening and, uh, we didn't really care at that point. We had to get to the airport and get it over with. Uh, they gave us a flat rate that was much, much higher than the actual uh, cost of driving to the airport. Be and they said that they took credit cards, but as soon as we got into the car, I said they only took cash. And then uh, I noticed that the driver turned off his uh, his uh, uh, meter so that he was just going to pocket the cash. And I, I actually saw him call in uh, on his little computer and tell them that he was off duty. Uh, so I know he was pocketing it, but uh, I also didn't tip him because I knew he was pocketing all of it. So uh, it actually worked out that it only cost us a few extra dollars, but by doing a flat rate, I knew that he would rush to the airport as quickly as he could uh, because he was losing uh, extra fare every second he wasn't uh, picking someone else up. So uh, we were getting scammed, but he was scamming his employer much more than he was scamming us. Um, so... Uh, uh, our, our, we know we were scammed only very minimally, um, but uh, it's uh, transportation in Florida is not a pleasant experience. Uh, so be forewarned if you ever have to go down there. Uh, Mears is a very very reputable large volume company, uh, and they don't do the limo style service. But you know what? I I don't think I would recommend it again. Uh, I think going with someone like Mears who has a reputation to lose uh, is worth it. Now. Uh, the limo company did contact us after this point, and at, it was at some point, minutes before we got to the airport is when they called us and uh, informed us that their limo driver had gotten lost uh, and, and didn't know where the hotel was because it was a different driver than we had had a week ago. However, this driver hadn't gotten directions before looking for the hotel, didn't know where they were supposed to go, didn't call us when they didn't show up, they didn't answer the phone when they didn't, you know, it was... I, I, they did not do what they needed to do given the situation they were in. They needed to tell us that they were coming because because we were afraid that we were going to not hear back from them until after our plane left because it was six o'clock in the morning. And when you get a busy signal or a, a busy message at any place at six o'clock in the morning, you assume they're not answering phones until eight o'clock. And when the people who are supposed to pick you up are that late, you assume they're not coming or they're completely lost or they forgot or whatever, whether they were being malicious or just accidental, you assume that there's a problem that you must work around at that point. And uh, that's what we did. Uh, the company said that they were not going to charge us uh, at all for any of the services that we got, which will actually in total, uh, after all the tips that uh, we don't have to give because of it, uh, save us about $70. So uh, as long as they really don't charge us, that will actually have ended up working out well for us because we did get to the airport. It was a panic. It was inconvenient. But... $70 is a lot of money, uh, especially because we've been on a budget. Um, uh, our Disney World trip has actually turned out to be incredibly inexpensive between uh, the internet access. Uh, they weren't able to charge us for that because they never kept it on. Uh, and we didn't get charged full rate for the hotel room because uh, we had so many problems. So we got one free night, which was about 14% uh, off our, our total price. So our, our seven-day stay in Florida was after tax under $400, which we are very thankful for. And uh, uh, our 
cab slash limo fee that we were expecting to be a total of about 110 turned out to be a $41. So that was a big savings there. And uh, so there's a number of things. So altogether, the hotel was 130 less than we thought. So about $200 less than we were planning on. And we had budgeted about $150 a day for food, which in Disney World is considered a pretty light budget for food. Uh, but then found ourselves only on one day topping $100. Uh, and this is for two people, not just for each of us. Um, not just for not for each of us, uh, but for the two of us together. And the day that we topped a hundred dollars was like a hundred and two dollars. It was just over, and we had one day as low as like eighty. And uh, we felt that we ate incredibly well while we were there, so we were really really happy. Uh, and there's kind of a, a, an art to. Uh, eating well in Disney World without uh, spending too much money, but it can be done. Uh, don't let people tell you that uh, Disney World has to be really expensive. The, the food, uh, as long as you are not looking for, you know, five-star uh, full service for every meal, um, I think most people can get away uh, at somewhere around 50 to $60 per person uh, and eat better than you may eat anywhere else in the world. Uh, and that may not be true for people who live in Ithaca, but Ithaca is definitely more expensive than that. You can't do it for the same price. Uh, New York City, you definitely can't do it for the same price. There are some places that have as good of food, but very, very few. Disney World is about food. More than anything else, they're about food. And a part of the reason for that, part of that is tradition, but part of that is also they have a new head of, uh, and I'm not sure the, the title here, but the, their head of food service for the entire uh, Disney World or possibly Disney Resorts uh, system uh, is seems to be really making a difference, really putting a focus on higher quality across the board, better selection across the board. He's, he's making Disney no longer uh, burger-centric and really bringing variety and quality and pricing and everything to, to the entire resort system, and it shows. And uh, he's doing a great job, and I hope that uh, the Disney company is recognizing the job that he's doing and what an effect this is having. Because uh, when so many things in Disney are not in Disney resorts are not doing well, when they're, the park is not performing as well as it has in the past, uh, as far as providing services to the customers, when uh, guest services is only uh, treading water, when uh, you know all the you know the parks are aging. This is one aspect. The food aspect is actually improving, and this is something that was very good before. So uh, I really hope that they recognize the job that he's doing because he's doing an excellent job, and uh, he deserves uh, some credit for that. Uh, and I wish I knew his name. And Dominica would, and she's not with me uh, this evening. She is at work. Uh, I'm recording this in the middle of the night, as I often do. Um, she did very much enjoy doing the podcast and wishes she could be here, but tonight is her final night uh, at the hotel. Uh, and uh, that was not what we were expecting. She actually went into work this evening and discovered uh, that she had been taken off the schedule for everything except for tonight. And so she's just done at the hotel. Uh, we thought this was going to go on for a month or more, that she was going to have to be working part-time at the hotel and full-time at Fujifilm E-Systems. Uh, but that's not the case. She is done as of 7 o'clock tomorrow morning, does not have to report back to the hotel ever again, and... Uh, and uh, then she uh, she has class, and she, then she does paperwork in the afternoon tomorrow uh, for her new job. And so 
that's it. Uh, it's great. She gets to uh, move forward with everything. And she does not have to work at the hotel tomorrow, so she gets to have a, a very full evening to relax, a full night of sleep to get ready, and then she gets to go into work on Wednesday uh, for her first day completely rested and knowing that she only has to work four shifts there, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, those are her shifts. And normal days, I believe her shift is something like... Uh, nine o'clock until that can't be right. It must be ten o'clock to to. I'm not sure. It's evenings, uh, and she will have to tell us. I know it does vary a little bit, and uh, apparently, I just don't know when it is. Um, but uh, she is uh, very happy about that, and that's gonna make our lives a whole lot easier. Um, and obviously, uh. Our, our flight was fine. We got in. Uh, my father picked us up from the airport. We were very excited to see our puppy. And uh, we are now home and relaxing. And that is uh, pretty much uh, the Sheep Guarding Llama podcast for the day. Uh, I didn't want to go into too much depth today. I didn't want to do a big Disney wrap-up. We had to cover the kind of the last day and kind of leave you with where things went. But uh, I think we managed to do a pretty good job from the park. I apologize that we had such terrible internet access and that so many people weren't able to follow along and that uh, Audio Blogger has been down, and I believe it's still down, and we weren't able to keep you up there because that, uh, I really think, would have been really awesome, uh, especially as I was getting better and better at remembering to do that. Um, but uh, I think uh, I think for uh, with as many things as we were doing for the first time, I think it worked out really well. And uh, I really look forward to being able to do this in the future for uh, trips and stuff. And, and obviously, uh, all of these channels are, are remaining active, and you're going to see uh, videos and photos and stuff coming, uh, not every day, but on a regular basis. And obviously, the podcast, I'm doing my best at this point to keep it uh, either daily or bi-daily, um, the minimum of four days a week, uh, especially as we have moved up into slot 52 of the all-time top 100. And uh, I believe we're in spot 36 or 38 for yesterday's uh, daily popularity on Podomatic. So we are very excited. We are moving up the charts. We are dramatically ahead of the Jedi Council Speaks uh, today. I believe we're 12 or 14 slots in front of them. So uh, we're excited there. Uh, we're giving Bob a run for his money. Hopefully he will uh, rise to the challenge. I did see that he's got a preview of the next show posted. I have not had a chance to listen to that yet. It's been a busy day, uh, but I will listen to that soon. We'll see how he is doing and how he's preparing for his next show. Um, uh, a couple other notes. Uh, this week is going to be uh, pretty much a lot of me playing catch-up uh, throughout the week. I've got obviously a million things I've got to do because I've been out of town. Thursday is the big Microsoft show in Buffalo, and so a lot of us are going to be out there uh, all day. That's a big event, uh, so I will be gone all day on Thursday. Uh, and the big other thing is we have an ongoing issue. Those of you who've read SGL uh, over the past month know that we've had a, an ongoing issue with Associated Healthcare, uh, and that issue, while we were gone, actually escalated, and they have uh, given us more fraudulent charges that they're trying to uh, make us pay, and uh, so that's uh, that's my looming uh, overhead right now. Um, I do have paperwork showing that uh, we don't owe them a penny, but uh, uh, basically they're going to, we believe, uh, attempt to extort uh, probably a few thousand dollars from us, uh, even though we're not really a customer of theirs and never have been. 
uh, I should say, from me, and I've never been. Uh, they are the company that I got my CPAP from, but uh, according to my paperwork, that was all taken care of between them and the insurance company, and the product was mine before we went off of the health insurance. Um, and uh, then they waited six months and then suddenly sent me thousands of dollars of bills and told me I should have uh, disputed it the moment that uh, I got the first bill, uh, even though I did. Uh, and then I disputed it the moment I got the second bill, and they've uh, they've refused to return calls. The very last time I talked to them, they didn't return a call. Uh, then I got more paperwork uh, with new charges, and they won't send me any itemized bills. They just send me uh, late, fee late uh, notices for things they've never uh, billed me for, um, I have no idea what the charges are even for at this point. I've talked to people on the phone and they couldn't tell me what the charges were for. Some of them, some of them, they, they had things that they believed they were supposed to be charging for. Uh, but it is a big mess and they are an incredibly awful company. They, they've hung up, uh, they put me on hold, said they were going to go talk to someone and get information and just, and just hung up. Uh, they, at the end of the day, uh, told me they would check in with someone and call me back first thing in the morning, and they never did. Uh, I've left messages, and uh, so it looks like I most likely have to get a lawyer involved, which is very unfortunate uh, because that's a lot of work and potentially a lot of money, And uh, but I would rather give my money to my lawyer than to uh, this company, so it looks like that's probably the way we're going to have to go. Uh, so that... Uh, it's not much to talk about. It's not exciting. It's not interesting, but uh, it's a it's a major factor in our lives right now because it's a huge amount of money, and uh, even worse than the money is that uh, we actually feel we are being extorted. Uh, this is extortion. Uh, it is a crime, but uh, how do you deal with it? Uh, what do we do? Because you know they're threatening in theory to turn over huge bills to a collection agency or to uh, you know credit reporting, and Though, you know, uh, everyone knows how bad credit reporting agencies are these days. Uh, what do you do from there? You know, it's, it's, this is one of those, what, what is a consumer to do when uh, threatened by uh, an extorting corporation who has access to uh, credit reporters? Um, so well, we're not sure what, what the best options are. We know there's lots of options and we don't know which ones are good or bad. And we don't know what our paperwork uh, really would do in court, uh, but I feel pretty confident that they don't have a leg to stand on. Uh, but they're obviously going to try to bluff. So uh, I am dealing with that mentally, and uh, that's uh, that's a bit stressful. But uh, I, I'm confident, and that's fine. And the Lord is watching over us. I know that uh, this isn't something that uh, I need to worry about. Uh, it's just something that needs to be dealt with. So. Uh, I am Scott Allen Miller, and I am signing off for our shortest SGL podcast uh, in quite some time. And uh, we will be back with you tomorrow. And with any luck, Dominica will be back on the show. Uh, send in some emails, send in some audio comments, and let us know uh, if you want her back on a regular basis. Uh, I am signing off. This has been a presentation of SGL Media. <laughs>